Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of. Uh, I need a drink. My name is Robitron. <laughs> and my name is Brandy Santis. We are your gossip girls for the advice and rants that you didn't ask for. But guess what, bitch? You're going to get it anyways. <laughs> uh, Robbie, childhood. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Where did the time go, Brandy? It, it went know. by so fast. Where the hell did it go? I have no idea. Well, I know where this episode's going, and it's going, uh, <laughs> it's going, we're taking a blast of the past. And uh, speaking of the blast of the past, tonight we are going to talk about the earliest memories of our childhood, as well as the embarrassing ones. Childhood fears. Oof. Things 90s kids did for fun. Yes. <laughs> and a shout out to the moms. Love you, moms. <laughs> but, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I don't know about you, but Ooh, I need a drink. I need a drink. <laughs> Where's my sippy cup? Hello, everyone, and thank you again for joining us for our second episode. Brandy, are you excited? Yes, I am. I'm super excited. How about you? I am so excited. It was so funny that just last Friday we were recording this, or our first podcast episode, and here we are a whole Friday later. I know. It's so crazy how time went by so fast. Speaking of which, um, mm-hmm. that brings us to our first segment, which is the earliest childhood memories. Oh, Brandy, before we get started on our first segment, um, should we tell them what we're drinking this evening? Ooh, that's right. Um, I'm so sorry to say that I don't have my bougie wine anymore. Um, so <coughs> tonight... <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, I actually made myself a Long Island iced tea. So tonight is going to be kind of (laughs) crazy. Ooh, a Long Island. We love her. Yes. How about you, Ravi? What are you drinking? You know, last week, I feel as if I was um, ridiculed by the uh, stature of my drinking. So I've decided to uh, step this pussy up. Yes. Um, tonight, I'm actually having uh, flip-flop wines, uh, California Pinot Grillo. Ooh, she no scullery maid anymore. <laughs> she went from Hans May's Tale to the Duchess, honey. <laughs> yeah. If you want to get a few bottles of these, I actually purchased this at any uh, 76K location. Uh, it is going for $8.99 at 13% alcohol. So if you want Ooh. one bottle at a really cheap price that'll get you drunk, <laughs> this is the bottle. I've had at least four of these in the last like three, two months. So. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> listeners. You have to hear that. <laughs> If you can't smell it, you can forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not gross our listeners out. Brandy, please take the segment now before I ruin us all. (laughs) We won't make it to the third episode. (laughs) Please, please start us off. (laughs) All right. So that brings us back to our first segment, which is the earliest childhood memory. So... Yeah, so not just any childhood memory, but more like the memory that helped shape who you are today, the queen you are today. Ah, uh, yes. So why don't you go ahead and start off, Robbie? Okay. Um. Well, for me, my earliest memory, you know, everyone knows me now. Um, I'm very about getting dressed up for things, you know, oh, especially yes. um, during Halloween or any occasion that just calls for costume. Even if it doesn't call for costume, I will costume it up. <laughs> Um, But my earliest childhood memory uh, was actually the very first Halloween costume contest that I participated in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember being a part of this uh, costume contest and uh, my costume was, okay, so if you're a 90s kid and you remember this, you'll understand. But do you guys remember um, the Sky Dancers? Yeah! You know, the little, like... <laughs> I love the Sky Dancers! <laughs> for those of you that don't know, uh, the Sky Dancers, uh, it was a line of toys on the 90s with a doll on a pull string face, so with foam wings. If you were to pull on the string, it would start spinning and leap off the base and go into like this ballerina pirouette. Like, Please all tell me you did a pirouette when you presented your costume. Okay, no, to be fair, you know, she wasn't a full queen yet. So she was actually <laughs> the boy version, uh, which was called the Dragonflies. So they were the boy version of ah. that boy. 
Yeah. Yeah. She she wasn't a queen yet. You know, she didn't know who she was gonna be. Right. Um, yeah. You know, but it was it was there. She was cute. You know, and cute. I, I, I was feeling my fantasy. You know. Yeah. It was it was a really fun experience. Um, probably the earliest version of runway that I can recall for myself. So obviously this paved the way for me. Right. <laughs> for the rest yeah. of my adulthood. <laughs> um, I did not win. I lost to a Disney princess. Some broke ass bell looking bitch. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I just remember there was yellow and she was trying to be cute. Oh my and God. my the, the scowl on my face was just like mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. No, but I had to remember I don't get bitter, you get better. Right. Okay, that's what got to now. And here I am today, you know, costume it up, it's no problem. Overall, right. I did have a lot of fun and then um it was one of my best memories. You know, it really set up for my undying love for Halloween as an adult. And how about you, Miss BB? What is your earliest childhood memory that set you on the path of Queen Bee? Well, this story actually takes place sometime in like the first or second grade era. My best friend at the time was being picked on by another um, one of my classmates. She didn't fight back and she, you know, she really wasn't pushing forward, you know, to stand up for herself. So I felt that I had to step in. If you know me, you know that I always stand up for whoever is like being picked on or Mm -hmm. the underdog. That's just my thing. And that's why people love you. That's why people love you. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so we started like physically fighting my classmate and I pulling hair, punching, kicking, and you know, I'm pretty sure she bit me at one point, like, it was bad. And then a teacher came in, and then she sent us to the principal's office, of course, and... Trouble, trouble, trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So, funny thing, before you get to the principal's office, you actually have to pass by all of these different levels of authority first. So you pass by the secretary, and then the school nurse, and then the vice principal, (laughs) and as we were passing by, you can expect the walk of already, shame. yes, the walk of shame. <laughs> They're giving us that judgy eye. They're like, ooh, what did you do? And like, it was You've just been a bad me, girl. <laughs> exactly. It was just making me regret everything. So then we finally reached the room and my classmate and I, it was just us. We were waiting in there and then we weren't talking or anything. And I was like panicking in my head, right? Cause I was like, my mom's gonna kill me. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna make it tomorrow. I'm gonna be yeah. uh, expelled. Like I'm not gonna come back to school. I'm gonna live on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking and, out. Uh, this is, uh, uh, how old were you again? This is you at what age? First grade. <laughs> Wow, girl, that is some deep social uh, thing you got going on right now. (laughs) Yeah. I had the bright idea to tell my classmates, hey, what if we don't get in trouble, we pretend to be friends, and then we get out of this easy. And then she she turned around and she's like, that actually sounds like a really good idea. So we did, and the principal walks in, and we're like hugging, and then she goes, anything going on here? And we're like, oh, we're fine. And I was like, "Uh, girl. Yeah, she was so confused. So we ended up leaving. And then once we got out of the office, I was talking to my classmate. And, you know, I told her, why do we have to pretend? Can we just really be friends? And then she Mm. she agreed. Then I convinced her to be friends with my best friend. And Mm -hmm. she agreed. And now, you know, all of us are good friends. They grew up to be really great people. The following day, my my best friend came into the classroom and then she gave me a bouquet of flowers and she gave me a really big hug and she was like, thank you so much for standing up for me. And I think at that moment, yeah, at that moment, I was like, this is the kind of person I want to be. Not so much for the flowers and the hugs, but because my friend felt really good that someone was able to stand up for her and that she Mm -hmm. wasn't alone, I just felt power in that. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, no, that's such a beautiful thing. And the fact that it shaped you um, to want to continue that mindset, you know, and to uphold that not only for yourself, but for other people, like, you go, girl. You get two clinks, girl. <laughs> clink, clink. Clink, clink, girl. Here you are, freaking, you know, motivating America. Here I am just telling everyone, look at me in a costume. <laughs> hey. Look at me, I'm pretty. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with being pretty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm beautiful. I know. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm beautiful and I'm bootyful. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> 
Um, but, uh, you know, it's the funny thing that you actually bring up childhood memories. Um, can I share everyone a little fact real quick yes, on childhood you. memories? Yeah, so I was, um, you know, doing, uh, doing some research, and uh, this was a science article from the Telegraph UK. Childhood memories are actually less accurate than we think. The brain fills in the gaps when it cannot remember the details of the memory. Mm. Psychologists have found that we remember what's, where's, and who's of a situation, but struggle to recall the entire mental image. So we remember like all these bits and pieces, but when you think about other childhood, childhood memories, it's like, huh, it's kind of a blur. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I was I had to think to myself, I was like, did I start drinking at an early age? <laughs> Why did I know that was coming up? <laughs> Girl, we're on a podcast about getting drunk and talking shit. Like, what? True, <laughs> true, you got me. Touche. <laughs> So I'm just thankful for a, you know, a decent upbringing at best. And, you know, it's everything. Everything has shaped into the person that I've become and the person that you've become. So, yes, cheers for that, sister. Cheers, clink. Clink, bitch, clink. Ooh, oh my God, Pina Grillo, you're coming for me, girl. Girl, you know, it's really funny because I almost said pinot and I was just like, I realized, (laughs) I remember it. I was like, pinot means something a totally different else in another language. But if you're listening and you understand, chuckle to yourself. <laughs> but then again, it is me, so it's it's fitting and True. it's appropriate. I was about to say. <laughs> she would That's be so drinking funny. the penis wine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry, but B, please, let's continue on the show. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us hmm. to our next segment. Embarrassing moments. We are going to talk about our most embarrassing moments as kids. And we asked our listeners to submit a few stories of their own. So Brandy, please introduce and explain our new segment. Okay, so this new segment is called You Need a Drink. And basically, Robbie and I are going to read stories from our listeners, which are hilarious, I may add. <laughs> and then Girl, we're going I had some good to... laughs today. Oh yeah, same, same. And then we're going to give them rating. Robbie and I created this, you may call a level of shade. And it ranges from you're fine to girl that's messy. But because the segment is called You Need a Drink, you already know we incorporated our brand into this. So. Oh, yeah. Second episode in. We're all about the branding. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the first level is take a sip of your drink. Girl, you're fine. The situation wasn't as bad as you thought. Chill out. You're fine. The second level is take a shot, meaning the situation was kind of bad, but you're fine. You just need to get buzzed and then you're good. <laughs> and then, just a little bit. A little just bit. a little bit. The third one is down your drink, <laughs> which means, girl, it was kind of bad. You need to forget. <laughs> we need to help her forget. We yes, need to help her forgive herself and so she can forget that moment. Yes, we do. And then the last level is girl sober up. That situation was too messy. You need to sober up, drive home, shower, go to sleep, wake up and feel a new person. (laughs) So that's basically what our level of shade is. And yeah, Robbie, why don't you go ahead and get us started with the stories. All right, everyone. By the way, uh, I just want to again thank everyone for submitting their stories again. You will remain anonymous uh, in this podcast. And by the sound of some of these stories, you should. (laughs) (laughs) The shade. (laughs) Do-do-do-do. Shady rattlesnake. (laughs) Our first story comes from anonymous person. Yes. When, When I was in second grade and my mom enrolled me in the D program, it was almost time for my mom to pick me up. When our D teacher was escorting us to the cafeteria, the waiting area for pickup, I really needed a boot. So I rushed to the restroom, but they were already locked, went back to the cafeteria and tried my best to hold it in. Five minutes passed and I was crying already. I hid underneath the cafeteria table and just let go. My classmates were talking to each other, asking if they smelled that. I stayed underneath the table until my mom came. Tragic. So tragic. Um, Brandy, I think we can agree that this one's uh, pretty bad. So we're going to go and give this a rating of girl. Girl, sober sober up. up. Oof. 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 
That was like, bad. It was under the table. <laughs> she didn't oh move. Oh my God. Her friends were there. We love you, girl, whoever you are. We, we love, love you. We love you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep you anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So this was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> anonymous writes, it was my freshman year in high school. School had just ended for the day, so I was waiting for my ride home. My family car at the time was a 2005 silver Toyota Corolla. And living in the area that I do, it was a very common car. I was anxious to go home, so when I saw my car, I rushed out and without looking, opened the passenger seat and sat in. As I was about to put my seatbelt on, I realized the driver was a Caucasian woman in her mid-50s and she was up to see a Filipino kid in her car. I quickly <laughs> laughed and apologized, and as I got out, ooh, this is my favorite part, I saw my car and my whole family with windows open, laughing at what they just saw. Oh, poor girl. Dude, that's happened to me. My mom used to drive a Honda Civic, like the green Honda Civic. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, back then, there was like Honda Civics everywhere. You're so right. I know the feeling. Because because I've experienced it, I'm going to say, down your drink, because girl, <laughs> I've, it's happened before. No, no, I told this person, I messaged them back, and I was like, you know, I've opened the door, but I've never got in the car. <laughs> she sat in and was like, I'm ready, mom, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced it, so I'd say take the shot. Well, Brandy, that concludes all of our stories. So um, again, thank you everyone who submitted a story to us. You can find some of these stories, um, well, actually all of these stories uh, available on our Twitter page, um, mm-hmm. all in unanim- anonymous fashion, mm-hmm. uh, but that'll be for later. Um, well, Brandy, before we end our first segment, um, you know, we asked everyone what their childhood embarrassment was. What was ours? <laughs> well, who's going first, you or me? I think I might top you on this just because I think it's that bad. Oh my gosh, <laughs> all right. That kind of makes me feel a little better. <laughs> I'm really right. glad that I'm here to raise your morale. Look at me, self-esteem Sammy. Look at me. Look at her. Alrighty, so let's just go ahead and dive right into it. So yes. this was around the time that I was still getting used to wearing a training bra. Okay? And <laughs> yes, it's that type of story. Are you sure okay. you want me to go first? <laughs> oh no, I'm pretty I'm I'm confident that I will beat you in this regard. I'm confident. <laughs> so Again, I was getting used to a training bra and I just happened to forget to wear one that day. All right, so I go on this around the island trip with my friends and we ride that double-decker bus. Do you remember that? Um, it totally, to yeah, have, I remember that. Right, it used to have that top level, there's no roof and, you know, I was really excited. It was my first time, sun shining on my face, wind in my hair, hands in the air. It was a really, really, really windy day that day (laughs) um oh no (laughs) yeah so baby b decides to join her friends stand up with her hands in the air (laughs) my shirt flew up so high it practically left my body (laughs) they all saw your baby yeah because homegirl forgot to wear her training bra that day To be, to be fair, at least you were at the point of, at, still at that point of the training bra. I, it's different. <laughs> it's different when you're not on the training bra anymore. Oh, <laughs> but that's still bad. That's bad. <laughs> so does this mean you're not going to get on top of those double decker buses anymore? Hell no. <laughs> so that was my embarrassing moment. So Robbie, what's yours? I want to hear it. All right, girl. I, that, I wasn't expecting that, but I think I think at best we'll have a solid tie. I knew it. Um, Why did I go first? <laughs> no, uh, well, well, I guess it depends. But okay, so this was a seventh or eighth grade. Um, I was in the honor choir, right? For, uh, Ooh, for she's a singer. You know, she was bass. <laughs> <laughs> she was bass. Um, and 
uh, you know, like, so we were preparing for, I think it was our spring production, or like, yeah, it was a spring production. And so with the honor choir, they basically would have like a little like bleacher, like a miniature bleacher thing, like a staircase thing. So, cause you know, like, mm -hmm. it's like, you have to level out where all the voices are going, right? Like right. equal voice distribution. So for some reason, I guess I was in the base. I was at the way top, right? <laughs> and we were doing a full run of the show, which was two and a half hours. Right, no breaks. I had a lot of water. I had a lot of water that day. Oh. I asked the teacher, teacher, can I please go to the bathroom? Oh. She said, no, you have to hold it. And mind you, we didn't even finish the first act yet. And oh, we were like only 20 no. minutes into the show. I held it for as long as I could. And mind you, we were in dress rehearsal. Okay, we were in dress rehearsal. And you know what the costume is? All white. No. All white outfit. <laughs> And I'm like smack dab, like maybe like a little off to the left, but I'm close to the center back. Off the highest top of this this podium pillar thing. Right. So the top. I couldn't hold it anymore. And I let go. She let go. She, she what made it worse was because I was at the top. So it would like, you know, it's like every other step. So there's a little bit of space. It would drip down no. and down and down. Like I like a fucking slinky, okay? It went down, it went down, it went under, it went everywhere. And like, no. everyone was too caught up to sit, you know, because they were singing, right? Right. And I, I, I was just gonna wanted to get through this set over with, and I got so self-conscious. And like, luckily one of my teachers felt really bad because he saw that what kind of basically happened and I started to like cry already. No. And he like just, he sent everyone like away, uh, you know, he managed the situation. He helped me clean it up and, you know, God bless him, love no. that teacher. But dude, that was really bad. And I still had to finish the run through in my pee, like in a fucking white, all white outfit. Like I look like the freaking Michelin tire marshmallow guy, like already. And now there's this like yellow blotchy spot. And now everyone is keeping space between me because you know, now I'm like the stairway to pee heaven. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can tell you this much, a lot of people made fun of me and I did not get, like, I, I, they did not let me let that down, so that was bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, yeah, I think we're, like, around the same level. <laughs> like, Better at this point, I'd rather, <laughs> I, I, girl, I'd rather go on a double-decker bus and flash people. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, for me, I'll leave the house without a trading bra any day. <laughs> okay. But I could totally, I, I, yeah, we know we're just going to call it a solid tie. Solid yeah, tie. <laughs> Actually, let's have the listeners vote whose story, or like maybe they can rate our stories for us. True. We'll put it up on our social medias whose story you thought was worse. <laughs> and you can rate it. You can rate it and you can shade us. The difference is you don't know all the other, you don't know who was behind all those other stories. You hold this, you can hold this against us now. I hope you all realize <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, there's like a face to each story. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Well, overall, these are the earliest childhood memories um, that we have. Some of them are really, really good and some of them are really, really bad, Brandy, you know, but that's that's childhood for you. <laughs> yeah, that is. For you. All right, everyone. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. So when we come back, we'll talk about our next segment, which is childhood fears. And we'll be right back. Hey guys, so you already know that we don't have any sponsors yet, but we still hope that you like what you're hearing. Please subscribe and share us with your friends, family, or side bays. I don't know. <laughs> Special thanks to Anchor, the easiest way to start a podcast. It's the only place to create and distribute your show everywhere in one single tap. All in one place, all for free, Anchor. It's so easy, Robbie and I can do it. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our second segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could sing and add to that, but I won't ruin it. <laughs> oh my God, I am not Adele and I will never be Adele, even though I would love to be Adele. All right, everyone, we are back from our break and we had just talked about 
early childhood memories as well as embarrassing stories. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about embarrassing stories is they're usually accompanied by fear. Fear of those things happening to us and we've had things happen to us. But you know, this is what we're going to explore now. We're going to explore childhood fears, Brandy. Do you remember the stuff that scared you when you were a kid? Oh, yes, I do. And it's kind of embarrassing too. So I guess it works. <laughs> I will say that mine's fairly general, but I will say that they've also carried on to adulthood. So. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now it's just amplified because now the imagination is just bigger. So I'm, <laughs> I'm worse now than when I was a kid. But <laughs> Oh, man. Um, well, Brandy, do you want to start off with your first fear? Sure. Okay. So I'm not scared of these anymore. Um, Can't say the same, but... (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. So I was scared of photographers. (laughs) Why? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's so interesting because you're so photogenic now. Oh, no, I'm not. But it's just... I think you are. It's funny to look back at and I'm like, what was wrong with me? (laughs) It's okay. It's okay, girl. Um... Well, for me, one of my childhood fears, which has turned into an adulthood fear, (laughs) is, I mean, very, very basic, very common, but it's heights. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you know, I was scared of heights when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Now I'm six foot tall. I just feel like it's even further for me now. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm more so scared, not so much, I mean, it, it, it is the heights, but I would say it is more so like when I can't see the bottom of something. Uh, like if I I'm see. if I'm really high up somewhere and I can't see the bottom, like I can't see what's at the bottom, like that's right. shit out of me. You know, like I, I I mean if I still if I see the bottom, it's still gonna scare the crap out of me, but it's even worse. Like um jumping off of like Maritza Pier, it's not that high, but you know, at my height and at my eye level, it's pretty uh-huh. high and I can't see the bottom, so I am freaking the fuck out. Do you like, remember when Kelsey and I pushed you off that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh my god. I'm gonna out you guys right now. Okay, I'm gonna shade you all. By the way, no. Kelsey's our best friend. Hi, Kelsey. <laughs> Hi, Kels. I hate you guys. And by the way, you know, after that jump, she lost my earrings. Oh, <laughs> I put oh, that's right. <laughs> I put my earrings in that bitch's jean shorts and she lost my earrings. I I jumped off and caught a grenade for you, Bruno Mars. And she lost my earrings. Thanks, thanks, guys. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) And that, my friends, is our friendship in a nutshell. (laughs) Take the next childhood fear, Brandy. I'm getting angry. (laughs) (laughs) My next childhood fear, um, funny again, and I'm not scared of them now, but mascots. Sorry, Um, one more time. One more time, girl. (laughs) Mascots. (laughs) Mascots? I remember at GPO there was this event and they had all of these different characters coming out. I remember staying in a corner, pointing and screaming like, ah, 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 ah. Girl, you would not oh, handle Chuck E. Cheese well. Oh no, I'd pass out. <laughs> Are you still scared of mascots? I'm okay now. I don't know how I got over it, but I just remember being terrified before. I'd put my face in like my dad's hip and I'm like, oh, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was bad. <laughs> Okay, I'm embarrassed. That's, that's you, go. Funny. you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, my next childhood fear, and still, again, adulthood fear, and I'm pretty sure everyone feels the same way, cockroaches uh, and bas- uh, uh, uh. basically majority of any other insects. Okay, yeah. the difference between a cockroach is when they start flying. Because, oh. okay, <laughs> in order to get to my room, from the kitchen living room to my room, my room is at the end of the hall, and so you have to go through this really skinty hall. Right. And, you know, one one day I was walking from the bathroom and I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and go to my room. I will, I will be fine. I see a cockroach like on my upper left <laughs> side. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to make it past you. I took two steps and all I just heard was and it flew across and it was the game changer. It was the game changer. What did you do? I like looked at it and it kept flying and I was like, why are you flying so much stuff? Like I was so afraid of it landing on me and then crawling on me. Girl, I ran for the, I ran for the hills, girl. I ran for the hills. And you know, I think what really amplified that was 
the fact that there was an experience where I had actually once turned around and the cockroach actually flew directly at my face. Oh. Mm-hmm. And hit me in the face. And since then, <laughs> never. I'm sorry. I will never know. I will oh, know. I cry. I could be the toughest son of a bitch around there. But if there's a flying cockroach, please, if you're a man, even if you're a woman, whoever you are, if you're brave enough, please kill it for me because I can't, I can't. Oh, that's so scary. I would never. Okay, please take that next fear because now I feel like it's like, oh, ooh, 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 <laughs> take it, girl. Um, I actually don't have any more. That bug one I can relate to, so why don't you go ahead and take over? Okay, um, this one was more so of a punishment fear. I would like everyone to know that one of my childhood, my last childhood fear was getting in trouble and having to kneel on rice. <laughs> okay, before you get into it and you think like, that's so stupid, why would you be kneeling on cooked rice? The rice wasn't cooked. The rice was not cooked, sis, okay? <laughs> it, <laughs> You know, you think like, it's not that bad when you have to kneel on rice. If you, any of you were punished before for just having to kneel down and just, you know, like mass, right? Like if you're yeah. like, you know, in mass when you just have to kneel, right? There's cushions on your knees. Imagine just doing that without <laughs> no cushions. Oh, and let me, let me just add to that. There is uncooked rice grains <laughs> under your knees. There is uncooked rice grains under your knees, okay? It's it's painful, it sucks. And when you're a heavy set kid like I was, Okay. <laughs> it's just like, you know, like let's just add more weight to this already like oh. lovely situation. Yeah, it was so painful. I mean, you know, obviously right now it probably won't be that bad because you know pain tolerance is higher, but uh-huh. as a kid, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing about fears, um, you know, it's really, sometimes fears are really hard to get over. In Brandy's case, she's gotten over most of them. Right. In my case, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm a basket case. <laughs> <laughs> Any so, why don't we go Brandy ahead? Brandy would, yeah. Oh, yes, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, you, no, you, no, you, no, you. Okay, guys, so that was our segment on childhood fears. So we will be taking a short break. We're going to go refill our drinks because I'm pretty sure Robbie finished his bottle. (laughs) Hey, I have three. I was going to say three-fourths. That's (laughs) (laughs) one-third. Yeah, game over. (laughs) We'll be back, guys. Hi there. So we don't have any sponsors yet, but we hope you've enjoyed the content so far. Please subscribe and share us with your friends and family. Special thanks to Anchor, the easiest way to start a podcast. It's the only place to create and distribute your show everywhere in one single tap. All in one place, all for free. Anchor. Welcome back. We got our drinks. The cup is full. He has her, he has her drink. I'm I, okay. If anyone oh can hear it. Oh my gosh, Robbie. Oh, you can't you can hear it. Well, yeah, you can hear it. But the bottle is now empty. I drink a whole bottle of 13% alcohol to myself, you guys. That, if this is an episode on childhood, then no wonder why I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us back to our third segment. So Robbie and I are both 90s kids. Um, yes. And so for this segment, we want to talk about what 90s kids <laughs> did for fun. If you were a 90s kid, you were living the life. Girl, we had a whole bunch of fun in that era, so. Oh, Brand- Brandy, if you can to go ahead and tell the viewers what 90s kid are you what year what year of the 90s were you born in 93 how about you i i am a 91 so i was at the bare cutoff point of the 80s Ooh. but i'm a 91 but yes brandy let's let's go into the <laughs> things that we did as we were things that we did for fun as kids i'm sorry i'm slurring guys i'm low-key tipsy <laughs> oh my gosh um so we're gonna go ahead and do this like quick lightning round we're gonna shout out things we did for fun as a 90s kid um, Robbie, why don't you go ahead and start? All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Going to the going to the park, aka for me, it was the merry-go-round. The merry-go-round was my shit. <laughs> Mine is using a cooler as a swimming pool. 
That's creative, girl. That's creative. <laughs> that is no budget, girl. No budget. <laughs> <laughs> budget queen. Staying up late watching scary movies. Um, having your dad put a ladder in the middle of the ocean and jumping off. For nice. <laughs> um, going around the neighborhood with friends. That was always really fun. Oh, for me. yeah, that was. Um, wearing Tweety Bird shirts. I don't know if you had a Tweety Bird shirt, but I had like a whole <laughs> I did. set. No, I did. I did. <laughs> I had one. I had one. Ooh, you know you're the realist if you had the Tweety Bird shirt. <laughs> um, okay, one of mine was uh, sneaking into the neighborhood pool. Mm. Yeah, we got kicked out all the time, but it was always fun oh sneaking gosh, in. gosh, you guys are rebels. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm over here watching Saturday Morning Cartoon Network. <laughs> yes. Um, going to Whimsies or Fantastic oh Park. Oh my gosh, I miss that shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, owning a Bop It. Bop It. Flick It. <laughs> Push <Flick> It. Fuck It. <laughs> that's the, and that's Bop It on Life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, playing video games. That was me. I was a video True. gamer. She was a gamer back then. She was a gay. <laughs> Um, owning a skip it. Skip it. Yeah. Skip it. <laughs> what color was yours? I, oh my, no, I didn't have one, but I always played with like my girlfriends' own, like my girls who were friends. Like uh-huh. they always had like, I think they always had like, I, I, was there a blue one? It was, yes, it was, like, there a blue was. Or... I had a yeah. purple one though. <laughs> um, uh, playing outside with friends post typhoon. So like oh, after the typhoon is over, right. you know, like that weather is still kind of like gray, like uh-huh. going outside. You're right. That's always fun. I always did that with my cousins. Um, Pokemon cards. Oh my god. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh my gosh. Cringy. <laughs> Kungi. Yep, I was that kid. Oh my god, Kungis is also on my list. I hate no you. Way. We were the same. <laughs> we were the same girl. Um, since you said Kungis already, I'm gonna go with Sailor Moon. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Fine. I'm taking Spice Girls. Uh, sleepovers. Oh, true. Having a Furby. Oh my god, I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes. <laughs> um, Pogs. Do you remember Pogs? Oh my god, that's on my list. Tamagotchi. That was also on my list. We are the same girl. <laughs> we are, we are. <laughs> um, sleepovers. You said that already. We didn't say sleepovers yet. We didn't, but you did. <laughs> I, did I not? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. She's drunk, sorry. <laughs> um, after school deed program. Oh, true. Hey, that goes back to our deed story. Yeah, dude. I for like I, I mentioned in the, in our previous episode that I was a private school kid, but I was a public school kid for two years, and Dean mm. was the shit. Mm. Um, Ching Ching China. Oh you my god! That? Oh my god! Ching Ching China. Boom boom boom. Konnichiwa, konnichiwa. But when you think about it, it's so, so incredibly profiling. It like, is. when you think about it now, it's just like, it oh my is. God. Um, as raised in a um, Asian um, household, I, I have feelings towards that, but you know, we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, Halloween and Halloween candy, especially. The child um, out there. Hilo. Do you remember Hilo? Oh my god, Hilo. I remember Hilo. Oh, speaking of that, um, Mercy. Do you remember playing Mercy a lot? Oh, like, I did that game. I love that game. I always won. I'm a flexible obviously, bitch. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, whose turn is it? Well, I think, you know, because you took half of mine, Brandy. Thank you very much. <laughs> I should have I should have expected this from you. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I'm that bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Splitting your hair with a zigzag pattern. Ew. No, oh no. Oh, 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 oh. Um, light no. up shoes. Light up shoes. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming back, actually. A lot of my students wear light up shoes now. Like the younger ones, anyway. Oh, that's true. Light up shoes, I don't think, will ever go out of style for kids. Yeah, and ravers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, bringing art. Do you have another one? Oh, one just popped up. Beanie Babies. Oh my 
gosh, Beanie Babies. My sister used to love those guys. Dude, um, Beanie Babies, bro. Yeah, they were the shiz. Um, I have Sky Dancers. Yes, uh, going back to... Losing your Sky Dancer as it swings up onto the roof or in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, the VHS. VHS yes, tapes. Yes, VHS. Um, scented markers, crayons, and highlighters. Oh my god. Strawberry, so lemon, orange. I remember having a popcorn scented highlighter. Popcorn? Yeah, it was like butter. <laughs> <laughs> I think the movie theater like... was giving them out actually. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to my um, finding Mr. Crayola, um, when you had. <laughs> When you had the crayon box with like 72 colors. Oh yes, and a sharpener in the back. Mm. <laughs> Girl, it's all about that. Mm-hmm. It's all about that rose mauve cerulean. Yes. <laughs> Paper fortune tellers. Oh, that was so good. Paper planes. Ooh. Um. Do you remember Dunkaroos? Oh my God, I love Dunkaroos. Yeah, um, those were the bomb. Dude, Nesty. Ooh, I love Nesty. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my pairing was always nesty and the salt and vinegar chips. Oh, oh my god. Oh my gosh, that's still my favorite till this day. <laughs> Do you remember um those see-through phones? Yes, I remember the see-through those phones. Were so those were so cute. Really... Um, oh, uh, uh Flintstones push pops. <gasps> I love those. I haven't tried it recently though. I feel like I won't like them anymore. But I used to love it so much. I do like them, but then everyone judges me because I eat them so provocatively. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Um, jelly roll pen. <laughs> I never had one because that was such a, like a that was such a gr- you sound such bitter. a curly thing. I'm not bitter. I'm not mad. <laughs> oh, dude, sock and boppers. What's that? Oh my god. Everyone, I want you to hear right now. This is where we 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 were on the same page. We part earlier, ways. We part this ways. Is where we, this is the fork in the road. This is Britney Spears Crossroads. Okay. <laughs> what is that? It's like these um things that you blow up, like you know, like like you, it's like an inner tube, I guess you would say, but it's for your hands. So then you would like blow them up and put them on your hands, and then you would like fight somebody with it. Oh, okay. I know what those are, but I never knew what they were called. Yeah, it was such a boy thing. I don't know. It was a boy toy. I see, I see. Were you a Sesame Street kid? Kind of, kind of. How about you? I, I think I was for its time, and I was very big on Elmo. Yeah, I was an Elmo kid. You were an Elmo babe. I was a Barney baby. Oh, you would be a Barney baby. Wow. You're all about the positive messages. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all about the scary and horror stories. <laughs> yeah, Elmo set me up, you know? He really made sure that I was going on the right path of life. We're Hello. blaming Elmo. <laughs> okay, Robbie. so I think that concludes our segment of the quick lightning round. Um, that was a whole bunch of stuff that 90s kids did for fun. And now moving on to the next section. All right, everyone. Uh, If you're listening right now, this episode is actually airing on Mother's Day. So, you know, we while we are on the topic of childhood, we wanted to uh, pay a little tribute to our moms, as well as all the moms out there who have made sacrifices uh, to give us, uh, you know, good lives. Good lives at the best way they could. So, with that said, um, we're gonna, me and Brandy are actually gonna share uh, one story with our moms. And uh, Brandy, did you wanna start or did you want me to go? Um, I've been starting, so why don't you go ahead and start? My story with my mom is actually a little bit more on the recent side. I wanna say this was around when I was actually, not too recent, about 10 years ago. Um, I was about 17 going into 18. For a lot of my high school life, there was a lot of rocky relationships with me and my mom. And in my first year of college, me and my mom had a really bad falling out, which required me to leave and move out of the house for a few months and staying with another friend. Um, Because I just felt that I needed space um, because there were just emotions and things with my mom that were just not doing us any good and it was hurting me a lot emotionally and I remember after the third or fourth month after just so much back and forth and so much talking and so you know especially with me I was very I was still kind of holding on to a lot of resentment there was still so much feelings Um, she wanted to meet and you know talk it out and so we met on the top floor of Dead at a McDonald's 
and we had a conversation about me coming home. And I remember it was the first time in the long time that me and my mom's relationship had any clarity. I think especially because I had I needed to make clear with her that, you know, because I thought she was okay with me being gay and I thought she had accepted that, but I guess there were just a lot of a, a lot of underlying qualms and feelings that she did not bring forth with me. So therefore ended where we, you know, it ended up where we were going. Right. And, um, you know, I, I just wanted to tell her that, you know, I didn't, I don't want her to think that anything was good, bad was going to happen to me or that, oh, because I'm embracing these new aspects of this life that it's not going to hurt me in any way shape or form or you know you shouldn't think negatively of what i'm doing right and overall for her just not to judge me because i think that was the most hurtful part of it all was just the judgment you know just the judgment of, of, right. of everything yeah yeah and after so many years of just a battling relationship we're at a good place and i'm really happy about that and, you know i love you mom Aww. I love you, mom. I miss you. I want, I, you know, hopefully I'll be able to come home soon after COVID's over, but I miss you and I love you. Aww, that's so sweet. Well, I'm glad that things are better between you and your mom because, I mean, thank you. I'm sure for anyone, having any type of dispute with your mom can really take a toll on you, right? Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine, you know, not being able to turn to her for some things and then finally having that clarity and then growing your relationship. It's really nice to hear. It was a long time coming, but, you know, I wouldn't have had it any other way. So. Yeah. Aww. Well, I'm glad. Um, my story Thank is you. not as... Um, not as, I guess, emotionally mature as your own is, um, but this did take place when I was a lot younger. Um, I was in the Girl Scouts, so if you, you don't know what the Girl Scouts are, yeah. We had Girl Scouts on Guam? Yes, we did! Yeah, so I was a Girl Scout, and um, there were a lot of adult volunteers. Majority of the time, it was the mothers of um, the girls that were in the troop, and my mom happened to be one of the volunteers. Um, not only was she a volunteer, but she was the top volunteer. Um, yeah, my, they were called troop leaders, I think. I may be wrong, but um, the troop leaders were in charge of teaching the girls different skills, and these included like arts and crafts, um, cooking, survival skills, gymnastics, dancing, things like that, right? All these different fun stuff. My mom yeah. not only taught us super, super well, but she was like a pro at almost everything. Like from my memory, I can remember her like being so good at each skill, right? And all of the girls would always go to my mom. They're like, oh, um, can you help me out with this? Oh, can you demonstrate this? And I, I remember just being so proud. And those years as a Girl Scout were probably the best that I've had with my mom, um, like in my childhood, because not only did I learn so much from her, but I just learned a lot about her. I mean, can you imagine your mom doing cartwheels and stuff like that? Dude, when I saw yeah, my mom, yeah. oh my gosh, I was like jumping up and down. I'm like, my mom's so cool. <laughs> And so I really enjoy looking back at those times and like thinking about um, being that girl with a really cool mom and yeah, it was really nice. That's such a great thing to have. So, you know, I'm really glad that your mom was definitely one of those like go-getter people in your life and she made that aspect fun. I love your mom though. I've met her. She's so fun. Good yeah, mom. She's, she's a great the mom. best. No. Well, well, shout out. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Well, everyone, um, you know, that was our uh, segment on Mother's Day. Uh, you know, we just want to say a shout out to our moms, uh, as well as all of your moms and all our friends who are also moms. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all of you guys. Uh, thank you guys for raising children the best way that you can, um, whether you raise them to be full adults or you're still having them as babies. You know, motherhood is, uh, it's not an easy thing. You know, it's a lot of uh, self-sacrifice, uh, but you know, and it's gonna be a big payoff in the end. I truly believe that. 
So, so do I. Yeah, it takes an amazing person to raise a child, and mm-hmm. we just want to say thank you and that we love each and every one of you. And happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Well, that concludes our episode on childhood. Hey B, before we go, let's tell our listeners what our favorite drinks were as kids. Non-alcoholic, of course, because you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as a kid, my dad always liked to include us in all these little things that him and my mom would do. For example, <laughs> making drinks and enjoying a view. So he would make us virgin chichis, um, and that's okay. kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like a pina colada minus, I think it was pineapple, I'm not sure. Um, so it's called a chichi. If you want to share that recipe with your kids, it would be a really great idea to have them join in on the fun. Yeah. How about you, Robbie? What was your favorite drink? Um, favorite drink from childhood? I mean, it's pretty basic, but... There was always something just about um, the Assam milk tea from the can. Ooh. Every time I drink it, it is a mental, emotional, physical flashback to just childhood because I remember just drinking those on incredibly hot days, especially after school. And it was a dollar. You could buy it from the dollar store at the school. Yes. That was affordable. Like, so Assam milk tea, either the regular or the strawberry, those are always going to be the mains. Yeah, that is my childhood drink. <laughs> Um, by the way, guys, just a few announcements. We are so happy and excited to share that I Need a Drink has reached 100 plays so far. Thank yes. you, everyone, for all the love, support, and feedback from our first episode. Yes, thank you, everyone. We will drink to that. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Click. Oh, my God, I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, B, speaking of, by the way, we uh, should tell everyone about our new Twitter and Instagram pages. Yes. Okay, so we have an IG page, and that's at I Need Four Drinks. And this is where we put up um, little teasers of what's to be expected in the new episodes. We have um, interactive activities and just really cute posts. On my side, we have our Twitter. Uh, which is also at I Need Four Drinks. There, uh, if you want to also get a few more updates regarding the show, uh, we also do little like polls and questionnaires and stuff. Please subscribe to the podcast and follow our new accounts for updates on the show. Please share, mention, or leave a comment on your thoughts about tonight's episode. And don't forget to use the hashtag clink the link. Tag us on all your posts. All right, everyone, we hope that you enjoyed tonight's show. Thanks for tuning in to I Need a Drink. Where refills are always welcome. See you next time. See you next time. Clink. Clink. (laughs) That was bad.